Have you been enjoying the adventures of our characters in Rumble Squad and Serviceable Plots? Or getting into the nitty-gritty rules for 5th edition? Support us on Patreon. By contributing as little as $1 a month, you'll get to hear exclusive content and updates before anyone else. Our higher-level patrons get access to DMs notes, outtakes from our episodes, and even a chance to add an item or NPC to a D&D Raw episode. Yes, you can hear our silly, out-of-character shenanigans, and even cause some of your own by influencing the story. Our producer-tier patrons listen to our audio before anyone else to give feedback and shape the final episode. We want to give a special thanks to our producer-tier patrons, Matt Fry and Johnny Torres, for serving as producers on this episode. We also want to thank our adventure-tier and above patrons for their support this month. So thank you, Feral Joe, Mosiru, Grimfuse, and a Linux fan. To join this list of outstanding people, go to patreon.com slash dndraw. By joining our patrons, you enable us to dedicate more time to creating episodes. And if you're not able to support D&D Raw on Patreon, we would love it if you leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you. Before we begin, I just wanted to give a special thanks to a couple of our iTunes reviews. So first, thank you Blahface69. We really appreciate the kind words, and I'm glad you've been able to learn a lot and that you're enjoying everything that we've been able to make. We try to keep a balance between following the rules and sharing what you're capable of doing within the game without sacrificing the story itself. So thank you so much again, and we really appreciate the support. Thank you also, sub to me on YT. I'm glad you're enjoying our rules episodes. The build that you put is absolutely ridiculous for this Hexblade Warlock and basically creating Thor, something I have thought about doing myself a couple of times, for sure. I'm so glad you're enjoying our rules episode. So thank you again for the support and the kind words. Now, next week will be Rumble Squad, episode 25. But join us now for Serviceable Plots, episode 25. We're all numbers. With me today are the following players. Hi, I'm Bethany, and I'll be playing Belinda Walsingham, the half-elf awakened mystic. Hi, I'm Adam, and I will be playing Akiva Kanchu, the Shadar Kai Hexblade Warlock. Hi, I'm Mike, and I'll be playing Scrib Whitecliffe, the Human Mastermind Rogue. Hi, I'm Giuseppe, and I'll be playing Valen Blackwater, an Azimar Monk Paladin. Last time, Belinda and her mother spoke quietly concerning various threats to the Vremer Empire before retiring for the evening. The party then gathered back together the next day, as they shared their recent experiences and concerns over the tasks that lay before them. Valen mentioned his previous connection to the Prest Gang, as well as his recent encounter with Mavic Thule, as the party made plans on what to do for the next few days, as they waited to hear back about their next job. Who wants to jump in first with, with what they're doing? Akiva's got some small things that I have questions about. Okay, we'll jump into Akiva then. Oh boy. Okay, question. How do you teach the pan flute if you don't know how to play the pan flute? So I'd imagine I mostly am just fiddling around with the pan flute at first, just trying to figure out like notes like, oh, if I blow here, what happens if I cover this? What happens? Blah, 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 blah. So I will start off with that. So are you doing this most mornings or are you just doing this like one day? Because you guys have four days of downtime. What I plan on doing is actually spending most of my day, if nobody needs help, I'll probably be fiddling with my pan flute. So you're going to spend most of your time trying to learn the pan flute? Yes, because if I can, I want to have my performance in a couple days time. Day one? 
Kiva, you're you're figuring it out. However, your playing is awful. Yeah. <laughs> you're getting an idea of like, okay, that's what that like, okay, that's how that sounds. And if I do, th- okay, that's what that noise makes. Day two, you don't figure anything else out about like what like what notes and all that and how exactly to play it. You just practice what you've already learned. It's sounding better. Day three, you're able to again. You're figuring out a couple of notes, how to hit a couple of things. It's still not great. Akiva gets every once in a while, he gets like a a run that's pretty good. You get a few good seconds and then er, you still have a long way to go. I figure. But you've made the first couple steps. So day one. I mean, Akiva's basically doing the pan flute otherwise. I have a quick question. Where is Akiva doing? Are you just like wandering the streets playing the pan flute? 100%. Okay, okay. (laughs) Wherever you guys go, I'm just tagging along. Belinda, Scriv... Where are you going, day one? Temple of Adar, research. Research consultation followed by research, so then I think we'll have a better idea how much time we need to spend on it. You head to the Erudite Sanctuary. You recall that the sanctuary is basically covered on the outside with, like, religious stories, with high-vaulted ceiling inside that has relics all over the place. Very much, like, museum-like in its initial structure and inside there's just a mix of old and young people that are going about and worshiping akiva i think it would not be appropriate to practice in the temple it would be disrespectful okay can i stay out here yeah like maybe a little distance there's that park right across the street i think that would be uh that'd be a perfect place to practice perhaps you'll find some admirers of your talent okay keep practicing yeah I'll see you guys in a bit. Just let me know when you guys are done. It's going to be a while. <laughs> it's fine. So, I mean, you're able to find Catherine in no time. And she's like, Belinda, Scriff, um, how are you? Well, Good. yeah, doing quite well. We mentioned before we were hoping to do some research. Please. Uh, you, I mean, you know where they are. Come, come with me. I'll, I'll escort you that back there. What are you looking for in particular? Well, it's a lot. Uh, Scriff, I think you had a list. <laughs> If you have any major documentation on the Age of Separation or the Age of Barbarians, I'd appreciate it. What in particular? Do you want to look at particular time periods of those ages? Did you like to focus on the establishment of the Vremer Empire prior to the Vremer Empire? The area of Solana, the area of Thessun Kingdom, the Nephany? Script where you focus on mainly the, the like archaeological perspective? Just the transition from one culture to another culture. So you're looking at the time period between the Age of Separation and the Age of Barbarians? Yes. Okay. Is there any particular region you want to look for in particular, or are you looking just general information on it? Silverkeep. So you want to focus on Silverkeep. Well, Silverkeep, I believe, was mostly during the Age of Barbarian. Yeah, Age of Barbarians. So that's not really during the transition period, though. So then I would like to do research mostly focusing on Silverkeep, the area before the Age of Barbarians, any sort of mention of it in the Age of Separation, maybe under a different name, mostly regional research. Well, uh, History of the Vemer Empire, that might help you, and she'll just sort of, it's in that section down that way. That'll mostly be the very beginnings of the Vemer Empire, as that helped to, that was the very end of the Age of Barbarians, though. Silverkeep probably would be down that section as well. That's primarily going to be during the Age of Barbarians. If you're looking for the Age of Separation in this area, there wasn't that much, but you might be able to find something, and she'll point out a couple other sections too. Alright, so it doesn't look like there's going to be much there. 
But we make note. We make note of the volumes. Not in the regions that you are discussing. Okay. And then I have two other points, but I'm not sure exactly how to broach them. Hand signal to Belinda. Opening communication. So how do I mention that I would like to do research on an ancient demon lord named Tenebris without sounding super shady? This is a temple to Adar. They're used to people looking for anything. I think Catherine will understand, and I'll, I'll ask her to be discreet about it. We can trust her. I would also like to do research into Tenebris. Tenebris, Tenebris. Demon Lord Undeath? Yes. Okay. We have most of any information on Demon Lords under a lot of our down that way. Most of them are on different religious figures, but we have towards the end on Archon and the various uh, powerful figures that certain demonologists have done work on to try and figure out. And of course, a lot of it is rumor, speculation, stuff like that. Yeah, there's no solid research into it, I understand. Most of what you'd probably want is down that way. Catherine, you would be discreet about our research inquiries, if anyone should ask. We never say what anyone was looking up unless we here believe it is a threat. And I can't imagine, Belinda, that your research onto a demon lord would be a threat. No, I certainly hope, at least not for me, my goodness. But no, I, I appreciate your discretion. Of course. I'm going to talk to Catherine just a little bit longer. I do have a couple of artifacts I'm looking for more information on. I'm hoping you can help me because, you know, artifacts really aren't my area of expertise. We have plenty of information on here. I mean, between myself and Henrietta, we might have something here. Yeah, and I'm going to talk to Henrietta a little further. I'm just going to show her the life's blade. Where... Did you find this? I'd say it's a long story, but that's a very frustrating answer. But more importantly, I guess, rather where I found it, I know that it's a part of a staff that I have seen in a depiction deep in the ruins of Silverkeep, the place that Scriv is researching. I know he's doing his own research, but I'm particularly interested if there's anything on the staff that this blade belonged to. Nothing off of the top of my head. The Celestial, that's written here that is very old yeah i think that's why scriv is looking at those part of the reason he's looking at these really ancient time periods is we've found some artifacts that just are beyond anything i've seen before you know my expertise is the modern day yes that kind of life's blade yes most of this writing you're looking too too recent if you're looking age of barbarians for this you said silver keep showed an image of this yes Okay, I now understand why he might be looking for Age of Separation with Silverkeep, but that Silverkeep was established during the Age of Barbarians. So it's even older. Clearly. They didn't use some of this style of writing during the Age of Barbarians. It was already changed by that point. I can look into this for you, but I don't know of anything off the top of my head. We have artifacts and the like, or descriptions of them, uh, you know, down that corridor there but i'm happy to to do some reading i was planning to i just was curious if it struck a chord with you in any way nothing that i recall on this in particular i'm assuming during this time period scriv is going and finding books yes okay day one for belinda and scriv's research what are you going to primarily focus on scriv i want to focus on the silver keep amulet okay so you're trying to look for any mention of this amulet anywhere it's designs, architecture, anything, really. It's just such an oddity compared to the rest of the designs. Like, Silverkeep, for goodness sake, is dwarven. So and anything Silverkeep that relates 
to the amulet, maybe, possibly, kind of, sort of, in any way. Yes. The amulet is my focus. Okay. If you look at that, I can look at the Tenebris stuff in the Life's Blade. So I assume we're collaborating. We're just going to kind of divide the, the subject matter a little bit. Okay. So we'll say since you're helping each other overall, you can both roll an investigation with advantage. 22. Mine's a 12. You don't find anything on the Life's Blade this day. As far as Tenebris goes, you find a little bit of information. It's mostly kind of a lot of what you already know, that uh, he's a demon lord of undeath, known to like servants who are powerful arcane casters. He is a caster himself. He also wields a great sword that is kind of seems to be like the head and spinal column of some sort of humanoid creature. Is there art? There are depictions, yes. Thank you. That's great. Which, considering you've seen that weapon and you've seen images of Tenebris, it's close. Lines up with what I have seen with my own mental eye. Okay. Scriv, you were doing research trying to find anything on this amulet or its depiction or drawing or something on it. Like anything. You're finding plenty of information on Silverkeep. A lot of his stuff you already know. You are studying and studying and reading and reading, and you don't find actually any information on this amulet. You do find a couple of little things, just as Belinda studying demon lords, that it's common for demon lords to create a amulet like this in order to house their essence but you're not finding any of that in relation to Silverkeep. What you are noticing though is there's a couple of books that are referenced that you don't find here. You are specifically finding a lack of information of an amulet like this and relation in any way to Silverkeep. That it's a failure of the available material not a failure of Scrib's research or his time invested in it. Right. So you're saying, yeah, you're saying literally it's not here, they don't, they don't have it. You're not finding it anywhere in here. Okay. Okay. A couple of books or a couple of authors that are being referenced aren't in here. So I'm going to make note of that. I'm mildly disappointed that the greatest library in Orenthal would not have it. When you do ask her, Catherine does come in. That's odd. I thought it was here. Maybe one of the other acolytes. I'll go ask around and see if anyone's moved it. Has anything changed about the rules here in the temple on when people can remove books? No, none of the rules have changed. I mean, there was a little bit of uh, chaos immediately after, um, well. Of, of course, but... But no, I'll go find our, our no- notes and see if anyone's borrowed it or checked it out. Okay, let us know. I talked to Scrib. Not to be a conspiracy theorist, but it is odd that there are volumes missing that Catherine's not aware of. She has a pretty encyclopedic knowledge of the material here, as you saw earlier. Like, of an entire civilization in one specific area? Like, you were able to find research on Tenebris, weren't you? And he's Demon Lord of Undeath. Yeah, but it was nothing terribly useful or specific. It was kind of general. It almost seems like this Silverkeep research area has been somehow affected. But I could be wrong. It could just be some acolyte took a book to their room. Because they're also very interested in ancient dwarven civilizations. That seems possible. Yeah, but that's also a really contrived excuse. Yes, it seems unlikely. So what is your take on what's happened here? You think we're just not finding it? Or you think it's missing? My personal philosophy is don't put up to conspiracy what you can to people just being reckless. Of course. But at the same time, we've been feeding in Silverkeep artifacts for the past uh, who knows how long. 
just as a point, you found tons of information on Silverkeep. But not on... What came before Silverkeep. Right. So that's your first day of research. Belinda, you're making your way back to your apartment that night when this woman is actually walking by. You notice uh, long, straight brown hair, brown eyes, like a soft golden skin. A little bit of a round build, but she is walking past when she looks up. Belinda! Oh my gosh, it's been so long! And she goes to take you in her hands like, how are you? Oh my goodness, Wendy! Wow! It has been a long time! You've been away. Where have you been? Tell me, like, what have you been up to? No, it's been great. I've been traveling, you know, just sort of seeing the world, doing some stuff. You're reconnecting with family. Sorry, Wendy, these are two friends of mine. Uh, Zakiva and Scriv. Hi, it's been... You, and she points at you, Akiva. You're the one that was practicing in the park today, weren't you? Yeah, that was me. Hi. Have you been playing often? No, I, I just picked it up. You know, she's gesturing a lot. Just, like, waving her hands all over the place as she's talking. I mean, I was walking by the other day, and oh my gosh, it was just, with the festival and everything, there were so many people, but actually hearing some of the music, you definitely sound like you're trying to get it. It sounds pretty good, yeah. I, yeah, I just picked it up the other day, and I'm, I'm trying, to, trying to learn the basics. Oh, that's a uh, Belinda. So you were telling me, where have you been? We went to Amaran for a bit. That was really great. Got to see the, the seaside. You know, just very casual, low-key visit. This is someone I used to work with. <laughs> this is my co-worker. Like Bistan co-worker or Scrivener Wormstone co-worker? Somewhere between. I would love to go to see the sea and the ocean. Have you? I, oh my gosh. Wait, uh, did you go with her? And she's pointing at you, Scriv. Yes. You must tell me all about it. I would, oh my gosh, to be able to picture that. Well, but where did you get to stop at any place in between? Anything interesting along the way? We visited Scripps' hometown of Veripol. Sorry, uh, I should explain. Uh, Wendy and I worked together at the census office, you know. Oh. Yeah, uh, Wendy's a cartographer. Yes, I, I tend to uh, map out the region and all of that, as Belinda used to collect a lot of data for me. And She pretty much can answer all of your geography questions for anything in, near, or around the Vremer Empire. Right, Wendy? Absolutely. I mean, I haven't traveled that much myself. I try to do it whenever I can, but oh my gosh. I I went to Aspenbrook, actually, quite a while ago. It's been years, and the travel there was beautiful, but... We stopped by. It was very nice. Wouldn't you guys say Aspenbrook, really lovely little town? Oh yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Wendy, it's been great running into you. Oh, it's, I'm so sorry. It's so late. I don't want to keep you too much of that, but we have to catch up, Belinda. Of course. Yeah, we'll definitely uh, get together, you and the other ladies from the office. I know Dooley's missed you. Oh, yes. You know, I I love Dooley. (laughs) Dooley's the best. (laughs) Yes, please keep in touch. Get a hold of us. We must talk more before you leave. Of course. Yeah, you know, I love chit chat and hearing about what's going on. Hey, and you'll do great at that pan flute. As she's pointing at you, Akiva. Thank you. I'm I'm sure just lots of practice. You'll do fine. And she's like pats you on the the shoulder. She goes, all right, it's a pleasure to meet you. A pleasure. She starts to walk off. Yeah, yeah. Take take care, Wendy. Bye. Wow. That was a lot of person in a short period of time. What do you mean? We both just give you a look. Yeah. No, Wendy, she's she's great. She really is. It's just, um, we worked together for years. Okay. Years. Okay. Years. I get it. Okay. I don't get it. Akiva, never get an office job. Okay, so... Like, you know, I, I shared data with her and that sort of thing. We didn't work directly together, but we were in the same office, her and the other ladies. And they're all, they're lovely people. Are they all like that? No. Like what? 
you know what I'm like, right? You've been around me for some time. Yes. You know a level of energy I'm used to maintaining in my day-to-day interactions. Yes. That conversation just used up a day's worth of energy. You know what I'm saying? No. (laughs) The only reason we are able to talk to people right now is because we just spent the entire day in a quiet library without anyone shouting at us. I don't get what you're getting at, no. You know, uh, when you talk to people, you leave the conversation feeling, like, re-energized. I am tired. Okay, I don't understand why you're tired, but sure. As long as he acknowledges that you're tired. Let's just take the win. Her and the other ladies who were, you know, worked in research with me, they're great, they're wonderful, and they plan to live out their lives in those jobs. And uh, it just wasn't for me. But she's great. She really is. Let's head back. <laughs> so the next day, there is a slight drizzle of rain throughout most of the day. I hear what you're saying. We won't park Akiva outside where he gets rained on. <laughs> I want to finish the designs for Akiva's flyers, and then I'll find a local Scrivener's office to take care of mass-producing it. If Scriv's doing that, then Akiva, you want to go to the Academy? Sure. And then we can just meet up at the temple afterwards for further research. Yeah, sounds good. So we will jump over to Zoxiara's Academy first, then. Okay. I wanted to go see the abjuration instructor because she's the expert in, like, protection magic, which seems like that would be good for Akiva to learn more about, potentially. Does that sound good, Akiva? Yeah. I I don't know anything about this. Yeah. I've studied magic a little bit as a kind of an area of academic interest, but I don't know a lot about it. Most of my power comes naturally from Umbra that I have never thought about how it is done. Yeah, quick question. How upfront do you want to be with her? I don't know her super well. Like, I think we met once at, like, one, like, social event. I usually leave that up to you, because you know me. I'll just go up to- Hi, I'm Akiva Kajuna. That's true. Well, I guess if you want to be upfront, maybe not everything, but I think you could mention that you derive your magical abilities from someone, because she'll want to know how you know magic. Okay. Can I let her know that I am a Shadarkai? I think she'd be okay with that. Okay. We'll meet her privately. Okay. Zuxiara's Academy has the eight towers surrounding it, representing the eight different major schools of magic. It is extremely elaborate. Most of the walls made of dark redstone. Going in, go ahead and roll a, a persuasion check for me, Belinda. It was a natural 20 plus six. So you're able to get a meeting with Master Normoa Bazdum, who is a female tiefling instructor at the Academy. And walking in, you see a long, wavy, dyed teal hair, brown eyes, kind of veiny red skin, fairly athletic. And by her desk, you notice a very expensive looking walking cane with the handle representing some kind of exotic bird. Master Normoa, I I believe we met once briefly. Uh, I'm Belinda Walsingham. Pleasure to meet you. She extends her hand to to shake yours. I was like, how are you doing? Please, both of you sit. This is my friend and I'll point to Akiva. Hi. Akiva Kanchu, nice to meet you. I understood you wish to speak privately? Yes. She waves her hand and you see a little spectral hand form around the handle as it closes. So, how can I help you? I trust we can rely on your discretion. Of course, I'm do whatever I can to help you. Akiva, I think you could take your mask off if you like. Well, to start off with, hi, I'm a Shadarkai. Interesting. Now, before you ask... I am not here to watch somebody die. Let's just say I am currently a permanent resident of the material plane. Indeed, indeed. Please go on. We've come to you because I 
am curious as to the nature of my abilities. I am what you would classify as a warlock. And your patron, then? Unknown. We call him Umbra. <laughs> That's not much to go on. All right. Let me explain, and then I'll kind of... Info dump. The broad strokes, nothing too terrible. Basically just, it was a power that resided in the Shadowfell, blah, 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 blah. So more like the how you got connected to him and sort of like how you're doing now, like your relationship status? Yes. I will mention he does have some control over memories, or at least my memory. She sits and listens the whole way through. So you're telling her how you got him as a patron. Yes, and like his nature comparative to my like people, how he was forbidden, stuff like that. I'm so sorry to hear that your people ostracized you for trying to help them. That's terrible. It's something I've come to terms with. Do you wish to go back at any point? I have friends, if you wish. We have capabilities. I mean, we are Zuxiara's Academy, so... At this time, I wouldn't want to go back, but is there any way to send a message between the realms? I have certain spells capable of doing so with a very small degree of failure. But I would have to know the person. Oh, you personally would need to know them? Sadly, yes. Okay. Yeah, I think we're less worried about returning him to his home as understanding what this power means, because- Yes, of course. My apologies, I just don't like to hear people ostracized in such a way for doing what is right. Yeah, I know your progressive thinking is, is known in Orenthal. And I'm gonna look at Akiva. She'll be thinking about, well, well, I don't- I mean, it's- the name Umbra doesn't mean anything, of course, because that's simply a name you gave him. Entity from the Shadowfell that Neslam doesn't approve of. I think it's his reaction to Neslam that has really concerned you, right, Akiva? Yeah. He has a almost a personal grudge with the gods. At least he, he doesn't think highly of them, any of them. Well, there are all sorts of ancient entities that existed as the gods essentially pushed them out of their way. Akiva, there's probably one more thing you should show her. Big eyebrow raise. He's also granted me a companion in my travels. Before I do this, I will be summoning a pseudo-dragon. Just, he's okay. He's the friendliest creature you know. You go to summon Lazarus? Yes. You snap your fingers, nothing happens. <gasps> Where is this? That's never happened before. <laughs> well, actually, it happened once when I was right after I had visited the Temple of Nezalem here, and for a brief second, I couldn't call Lazarus, and I got... When I was in the temple, I had a weird... Lazarus appears on your shoulders. Uh, That's... Odd. She's looking at you real closely, Akiva. Warlock, not sorcerer, correct? Correct. Would anything in particular that you're aware of, that you've come into contact with, block your connection to the Shadowfell or to Umbra, specifically? No, nothing... In particular, yeah, everything has been working fine until I had visited the Temple of Neslam. That's about it. So after you visited the temple, and of course all your powers worked perfectly fine before that. Yeah. I think so. I think you've been able to cast your spells, right? Yeah. Normally. So she'll be like, well, I can attempt to do some sort of research on this patron in particular, but most of the time, if you as a warlock don't have access to your powers or your powers are being restricted in some way, it's because your patron is upset at you. Because you're not doing something that they want. He hasn't mentioned anything in particular that he wants other than for me to get stronger and at some point he will call upon me. And it seemed the last time he talked to me, it wasn't 
that he was upset with me. It, it seemed almost like he had a hard time pushing through. We don't understand magical interferences. That's why we wanted to come to you, since... Conjuration would be much stronger in this sense. But magical protections, there's ways to stop spells or suppress them temporarily, and spell effects as well. Most of the time, an anti-magic field would completely negate that, but if it's more of a weakness or a restriction, more likely someone is blocking your connection with this Umbra. I'm not sure exactly how his powers particularly work, not knowing him as a patron. I could do some more research on it. Any help you can provide, uh, we would greatly appreciate. So your take would be someone is doing something. There is something. Something either within the past few days, whenever you've realized that there was this restriction, that has been blocking your connection to Umbra. Now that's not usually an accidental thing. I know there are areas of intense magical fluctuation that can cause something along those lines, but usually that enhances magical capabilities, not restricts them. But there's nothing that would be happening at Orenthal right now that would be a magical no. interference. Okay, well that's nothing I'm aware of. Reassuring, I guess, Akiva. Yeah. I'm sorry I couldn't be of more help. I can look more into this if you wish. I mean, if you're willing to do some private research, I can look into things. That's we no would problem. appreciate that greatly. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. Of course. For helping two relative strangers with a complicated and odd problem. It's no problem whatsoever. I am happy to help someone who has been so wrong in such a way. Thank you. Generally, other than Belinda and uh, a couple of other close friends, I'm not usually as well received. It's no trouble whatsoever. Uh, Please, come back and see me anytime, assuming I don't have a class in the middle of when you come by, I should be able to help you. Thank you. Akiva, do you have that rough draft of the flyer script made for you? Yeah. I technically perform some street magic for extra money on the side, as I don't understand the issue of my power, but I can at least... You're looking to try and raise some money? Yes. Let me see if I can send some people I know your way to, to help build up some of that. Is that what you... Would you like more of an audience? Absolutely. That would be great. Happy to see what I can do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Uh, we'll, we'll let you have the rest of your day, and, and I guess we'll be in touch. Of course. When are you planning to... you have it here when you're performing? Two days? Yes. Two days. We'll see you then with several friends, if I can. Thank you so much. Of course. And she stands up to go shake your hands and escort you out. Before I leave, obviously, mask back on. Yeah, and I'd be like, of all the ways I thought that would go, I didn't think you'd be having wizards come to see your show. Yeah, a little bit more pressure, but you know what? I wanted to venture out of my comfort zone and push the limits of my performing ability. I'm all for it. That's a good sign. All right. I guess we'll head back and meet up with Scriv. Scriv, go ahead and roll an investigation check for me. 27. You're able to find a familiar symbol that you saw in uh, Amaran as well. It's what looks like the basic outline of the whole continent of Nabrasil with kind of almost like a bag full of scrolls and letters. The Nabrasil Network. Yes, it's called as the Nabrasil Network. It's a group that distributes all across the continent, and they do it fairly cheaply. Nice! Exactly what I need. There's one thing that I want to do before I uh, go inside and ask for them to scribe it. The obvious bits of copy are Akiva's name, the show, World of Illusion, that whole thing. Is there a way that I can kind of embed just a, a hidden message? You do know Thieves can't. Along the background, I would like to kind of have this old dwarven gate type thing. 
similar to what we would see in Silverkeep. And then along the doorway, I'd like to inscribe old friend found here and then Silverkeep. Okay. So you have the Dwarven gates symbolize Silverkeep and the symbols that are hidden within it. Yeah. Cool. That's no problem at all. You walk in and it's just a uh, this human male that's there. He's sketching some things down and he asks you, well, you know, for non-members of the Nabersil network, we usually charge. If you're just looking to have it copied and given back to you, that would be about two gold, depending on the number of copies you're looking for. Unless you would like to join the Nabersil network, it's a membership of five gold per month and you get free distribution. I'm not going to be in contact enough to be able to afford a membership to the Nabersil network, unfortunately. That's no problem. Well, how many copies are you looking to get, roughly, so I have an idea? I'm going to need about 50 copies. Since it's not as many as I expected, I can do this probably for about one gold. Done. When would you like this done by? Tomorrow. All right. So he will take your paper and say, well, let me know, please, if there's anything else I can do for you. Actually. Yes. Does the Nabrasil Network solely focus on pamphlets, posters, and the like? Any sort of letters or documentation we tend to spread across as far and wide as we can. We try to connect people across Nabrasil. There's a work associate of mine that I've been trying to track down that works in schematics. And I'm wondering if... I don't know where their office is, and I've just been trying to figure out where they might be. I'm new in town, so I don't know if there's an artificer's district or something. I don't know about anyone, like, distributing schematics specifically. Anyone doing any sort of research like that would probably be doing research in the Iron Fist district, if I've heard of anything, but... We're also not really supposed to, like, if anyone wants to keep anything private, we're not really supposed to discuss who... Well, no, I understand. It's just, it's been a while, and I wanted to just drop by and surprise. Well, what's your friend's name? Maybe I can find out for you. Recently got married, so I don't know what their new last name is. Roll Deception. Deception 20? Oh, change the name. So, well, do you have the first name? Isaac. Isaac. Okay, well, I can look up an Isaac for you, see if they would like to find you, of course. Oh, yeah. Thank you. No problem. All right, well... I'll try and see if we have any Isaacs that have used our services. Thank you. And uh, again, I'm trying to surprise Isaac. So if you could just uh, keep this between you and me, I'd appreciate it. I will do what I can. All right. I'll be back tomorrow to pick up this documentation. Of course. I will have it all set for you first thing in the morning. Thank you. And I'll leave. All right. So eventually you all be back up at the Erudite Sanctuary. What are you looking for today? Double check to see if I can find those missing books. Maybe she's tracked down where they went. Yeah, update on the MIA resources. Catherine's going to tell you no one's checked these out, and she doesn't know where they are, but she is concerned. That implies someone has removed them without authorization. Okay, so they are definitely missing an action. Yes. Then I'm going to change my tactics, Tony, on what I want to research today. I'm sure they have a list of like what sort of stuff is in the library. I want to look to see if there's anything else missing. I want to help with that. Anything else you guys are doing, or is that what you're spending the majority of your time doing? That's what I will, but if I know Scrib has some other stuff to look at. I also wanted to start doing research into poisons and anti-venoms and stuff. Doc kind of came out of nowhere, stabbed us with this magic poison dagger, and we could do jack squat. So I'd like to at least have a passing familiarity with it. Belinda, roll investigation with advantage, and uh, Scrib, go ahead and roll an investigation as well. Natural 20 plus 8, so a 28. Uh, script rolling is good. Jeez, Louise. 22. I'll do scripts first. You find several different books that deal with poisons. 
there's all sorts of types. Essentially, uh, poisons, the primary things is there's contact ones, there's inhalation ones, there's some that have to be ingested, some that have to just come through injury. I'm just trying to, if you've been poisoned with this, these are the signs of that, and this is what you need to do. Not necessarily like, I want to know how to poison everyone. Doc would have used, it seems like, an enhanced version of like some of the basic poisons. He might have added something a little bit more deadly into that. This is a step in the right direction. This is all I've got. If I could get Poisoner's Kit for Dummies, that would be fantastic. There aren't really any books here to teach you how to make any of these. Just so you know. Because <laughs> they don't want you making these poisons. No, but if there's like maybe a first aid manual that focuses solely on poisoning, just if these are the signs, this is how you help them recover, etc. Yes, it's called Serpents and Foes. Okay. Anyway, that's it for me. Okay. Belinda. Searching through all of the notes that they have on what they have in the sanctuary versus what you are seeing. And you've worked with most of the categorization that they have here, so you know how they tend to organize things. You're finding several books missing, not just the ones that deal with Silver Keep, but it seems to be dealing with a particular time period in the Age of Separation. So whoever this is is looking at a very, very particular time period. Is it the very, very particular time period that Scriv is looking for? It's somewhere in the middle of the Age of Separation, not between the Age of Separation and the Age of Barbarians. Okay. You're noticing that there are other books that reference this time period or an author that discusses this time period, but you can't seem to find anything within this couple hundred years. We take careful notes on... The tomes that are missing, the authors that seem to have written works that are absent. I can tell you one of the tomes in particular is called Faith of the Graveyard. Faith of the Graveyard sounds very Nezalem. There was a comment of Nezalem in one of the other books, and it was specifically taken from Faith of the Graveyard. The Temple of Adar isn't the only collection of literature in the city, is it? Zuxiara has a massive library as well. Temple of Adar is more history and religion. Theirs is more magic, I believe. Theirs is history and magic. I mean, we could go there too, if you want to tomorrow. See if we can find anything, find any of these or references to these there. I wanted to at least take a day's break, maybe help Akiva out with this show and just relax my brain for a bit. That's a good idea. Well, we made a new friend at the Academy. Maybe I can reach out to her, see if she knows anything about this. Can't hurt to ask. That does take you the remainder of the day, by the way. I figured. As you guys are walking out, I mean, you notice it's it's kind of crowded as night's falling. Belinda, you do recognize somebody that's kind of standing outside talking to someone else, a little halfling, short, straight brown hair, pretty skinny, with a very short mustache. Okay. He doesn't do anything? He just seems to be talking to somebody as you walk out. I just continue about my business. Okay. Second day goes by. Third day. What's your plan? Pick up the flyers. Okay, you have them. Check it with your new best friend at the Niversoul Network about... Isaac. He says that, well, there is an Isaac, but he doesn't send schematics or anything. Oh, could have sworn. Yeah, I mean, he uses the network, sends several communications, but as far as I'm aware, no schematics. Do you have a forwarding address? I'm sorry, we can't give those out. All right, I'll just have to communicate through sending. Thank you. Very well. I'm going to take the morning off for research since Scribs doing some stuff with Akiva and all that. So I think it's time for me to go meet up with that halfling who was making eye contact with me. <laughs> you know where he usually likes to hang out? Out in one of the parks that's been established within the 
Gopal Gardens district. It's pretty busy most of the time, especially now that the end of the festival's done, people are just moving about and enjoying their day. And sure enough, by one of the trees, you see him there, just relaxing, hands behind his head. I will walk up to him in a very direct manner. You get close. You see his eyes are closed. Belinda. Bartholomew, how wonderful to see you. I hadn't heard you were back in town. I've been busy. Yeah. Usually when you're busy, I'm busy too. I haven't been very busy lately. I'm sure you have not really been lacking for work. A man of your skills surely is not having trouble finding things to fill his time. Flattery will get you everywhere. I assume I can help in some way. I might need your help with something, yes. I don't like being in this position. I know that you know that, and I'm not really going to let you use that against me. Not that you would use something against me, because we're allies and have been for so very long. Of course. Partners, right? Help each other out. Yes, partners. Definitely equal partners. Not at all in a, you know, supervisory and subordinate relationship. So how's the White Cliff kid? He's good. Not that it's any of your business. I was just curious if he was going to be an adept. I don't know. That's something people have to choose for themselves, isn't it? I mean, legacy and all that, right? There's no nepotism here. He's saying then he's nowhere near as good as his dad. Good to know. Jack is a standout in the organization. Everyone knows that. I mean, you'd think he'd be pushing his kid to follow in his footsteps, right? Definitely seems the type. How well do you know Jack? I believe not at all directly because he wouldn't work with you. All right. He actually gets up now and is looking at you. So, what am I doing for you? How are things at work? You were complaining about a lack of jobs to do, is that true? Well, you always had very interesting assignments for me, let's say. I haven't been getting as many uh, trips outside as I used to. They're not using you? I'm still being used. You know I still get the job done, and uh, remembering everything helps. I never question your memory for a second. It's one of the only memories I met better than my own. Yeah... I just like hearing you say it. It wasn't a compliment, it was an observation. No, I'll take it as the compliment. But, that still leaves my question. What do you need? How do people feel about me right now? You mean just overall? I mean, most people don't know who you are. You worked in that lovely little office. Oh, you mean the crystal chamber. Are you supposed to say that in public? Looks around. I don't see anyone paying attention to you. No. What if I needed to get back in? You see an eyebrow raise, like genuine surprise. How much do they hate me right now? It's been three years. Yeah, you realize people don't just leave. You were allowed to. I mean, having you disappear would be not great, considering your your mother's station and all that. I, I understand the circumstances under which I left very well. Thank you. I'm just saying, if I needed to come back. Oh, that would take quite the job. Kind of a, you know, proof you really wanted in type of deal. I don't know that that's what I'm doing right now. I'm trying to figure out what my options are. I'm working on something big. Ooh, I like big. Big's exciting. So, how do I get in on this? Unless you're using the White Cliff kid and- I'm not his handler. I'm out of the business. I'm trying to figure out what my next steps are if I need to get back in because I'm working on something that's bigger than myself. So you need us now. It's something for the greater good of the Empire. That's the mission. It's not for me personally. I know no one cares about the missing deities. I mean, not insofar as, you know, threats to us. At all. No one cares at all. I understand that. Hey, angry gods are a problem too. Something to watch out for. If there's no gods, nothing to worry about. Probably you know people do care about though. And what's that? The whispered ones. 
He's not smiling anymore. You have my undivided attention. Why do you think I'm asking all these questions? This is not a conversation I want to have. Not with you, not with anyone. I have done my best to notify the right people, but things move slow. And you're looking for someone to take care of things quickly, quietly, and someone who can definitely do the job right. There's going to be a lot of jobs, but I have one that needs doing right now. Well, I don't have to do this for you. No. So what's the offer? Coin. You still have some of your old resources then? It's none of your business where my money comes from. You're not in the business anymore. That's fine. I'm just trying to be friendly. But all right, coin. I'm assuming you can easily pay my normal rate. Plus extra if I hear that you're 100% successful because this job needs to be done perfectly. No mistakes. I like a challenge. What's the job? Well, I know you're good at making people disappear. I need the opposite. Not to find someone. Someone is absent from the world right now. She's being held and taken care of. I need it to appear that she is active and working for the Whispered Ones. Information, name, location. Her name is Faithfulness. Okay. You need her to be heard of as moving about, doing things. Yes, she's been out of commission for several days now. She was trying to obtain some information in Veripol. So yes, Jack has her. I'm assuming you two talked. He's going to be discreet about her. She's going to disappear, but you need her to not have actually disappeared. Definitely not in Veripol. So I've done the first step. She needed to deliver an artifact. It has been delivered. At least she's been seen outside of Veripol. I can work from there. I used the disguise. Oh, you made yourself... And he's going to then start to grill you a little bit on what does she look like? What do you know about her? So I give him the rundown on what everything I know from having spoken to her and seen her and interact with her, her gait, her attitude, her appearance. And then I give him the specific timeline of events of what I know has happened with Faithfulness and what would be happening next. Just like usual, he just listens. There's no paper. He never writes anything down. And for as long as you've known him, he's never forgotten any of this type of information. Yeah, I trust his memory. I'm going to say, so the key thing is, she did a job, she got paid, there must be another job for her, and that pay must be spent. Money's got to go somewhere. I'm assuming you're going to give me the money so I can actually spend it. Of course, I'm going to give you the money. Appreciate it. By the way, do you tell him about the Dragonborn or Esvel? Oh gosh, no. I definitely don't tell him that. I tell him about the specific location of the cavern, where, where to find it. I tell him, we went there... You know, we made the drop. We got the money. I don't talk about going through the tunnel. I don't talk about anything related to the press gang. I don't tell him any of that. We dropped the artifact and we acquired the payment. Well, preference on north or south? Because going west or east would be a little odd for her. Probably north. Chorns Ridge is probably the closest place given the timeline. Keep within the Empire or outside, you think? What would she do, based off what you know of her? Empire. Easier to disappear, honestly, if she can make it across the border without any issues, which I've seen her ability to acquire forged paperwork, so I don't think that would be a problem. And I think it works to our favor. I know this is where your your assets and resources are. Oh, I can definitely get people involved in this. That's no problem. Enough that it's spread out and discreet. I want to keep this quiet. I'll be handling this myself. Don't worry. I know our working relationship has been complicated. I'm still in, but... We were supposed to be more of a team, you know? I go and acquire things that you need. You put it all together in a nice, neat package for, well. I did my job well for many years. Yeah, it's the leaving that confuses me. You didn't seem the type to just quit. 
I decided it just didn't make sense for me to continue at that point. I had my reasons. You'll pardon me if I still think it's a bit of a puzzle. Must have been some serious reasons. Well, some things might be above your pay grade. Most of what you did was above my pay grade. I kind of thought you might have worked your way up by now. I like the field. Being an envoy is better. It's hellish. I hate being in the field. I don't understand why anyone would like this. It involves crawling through tunnels and literally watching people be stabbed and stabbing people and all sorts of things. I keep my hands clean, usually. Sounds like not so much now. Hands might be a little bit closer to mine. I don't know where your hands have been in the past three years. <laughs> in the past three years? Definitely not as exciting, like I said. I don't know what the future holds. I might be back. I hope so. I like the jobs you give me. Give me a challenge, usually. So I guess you'll let me know once everything's in place? Yeah, I can get some stuff out. Little whispers here and there. Spend some money. It'll be done. I hand over the payment for his usual fee. He takes it. Okay, so now that I've given you the real job... Oh, is there a side job? It's hardly even a job. I know you never forget a face or a name. Please, please, go on. You're so easy to manipulate sometimes. No, please, tell me more how great I am. What name? What face? I might know it. Come on. Artificers in Orenthal. Who would be working on something shady? Salvador? Not Salvador. Arrival. Other artificers. Well, there's one that kind of disappeared. That might be more who you're looking for. Not like disappeared and dead, gone. Like, kind of fell away from the public eye a bit, but not in Orenthal anymore. I did find out kind of where she went. This tiny little town, Oakheart. Oakheart? Nobody lives in Oakheart. No, I think that's kind of the point. Oh, okay. What's her name? Imradel Elendir. What, is she retired? Rumor is she's a bit of a hack, but that's not where I'd put my money. What's your money on? My money's on she's actually working for a project directly for the Empire. They're just keeping it under wraps. Really? You think she's doing government work in Oakheart? Outside of the capital. Any specific reasons or just a hunch? Just a hunch. A little weird. Just because she always produced pretty good work. Did some odd jobs here and there for the government. Occasional mechanical guard. I didn't realize that was her work. Some of them. Not all of them. Well, I guess I'll have to follow up. It's not like Oakheart is far. Take you maybe a day? Going directly myself and talking to people. Ooh, I would love to see you do more field work. You hated your days as an envoy, didn't you? You know I've always excelled at everything I've done. It's just I enjoy some things more than others. I don't see you doing what I do much. You mean lurking at the shadows and climbing up walls and picking locks and... Is that what you think I do? Yeah, that's pretty much how I picture it in my head. Sounds so much more dramatic. I love it. It's definitely more exciting than the paperwork that you had to do. I don't think I've ever seen you touch a paper. Why? I mean, books sometimes. Notes. Ledgers. Mostly ledgers. But not your own. Yeah, no need. He just taps his head. Yeah, I guess that memory gets you pretty far. Any name, any face, just stays there. You know, I have to say, I'm glad we're having such an amicable chat. I kind of thought you might, you know, spit in my face or something crazy. Thought about it. Really? On my list. This face? It's been three years, though. So you're saying, what, a year ago, two years ago, maybe this wouldn't have been so friendly? I mean, you left. I'm also hearing just that you've been bored. Okay, you had more of the exciting jobs. Mm-hmm. I need one more thing from you. Another thing. This is getting expensive for you, isn't no, it? No, this isn't something I'm paying you for. This is more of a demand. <laughs> okay, demand. I like the idea of that. You showed up outside the temple. Some of my companions might have noticed, and I know you noticed them. No investigating anyone I'm working with. 
No following anyone. No asking questions around. Especially not the White Cliff Kid. Put your curiosity aside. There's nothing you need to know. There's no big secret. I just don't want you involved in that at all. See, that just makes me more interested. Yeah, that's why this isn't a request. It's a demand. Otherwise, if I come back, I will ask to work with someone else. Roll intimidation. 24? I will kindly refrain from following your friends, especially the Whitecliffe kid. Thank you. You are a kind, noble, and most generous person. Well, I still know you can't really demand me. You could try and ask for somebody else, but I'll leave it be. If we do work together in the future, I'd like it to be amicable and professional. Like I said, I've always liked the jobs I've gotten from you. What's your plan with this artificer, by the way? You're a very curious person. Lots of questions. Oh, yeah. You're not in this business anymore. Right. Which means the secrets I keep are my own. And yet, you remember, I did a good job of keeping secrets that were not my own as well. Do you remember how many times you came to me asking things and I told you nothing? Yeah. I was a little more worried back then because, you know, secrets that you were keeping usually were for someone a lot scarier than you. Oh, and I guess one more thing. I'm sure you would like to sort of bring up this conversation with other people. If you want to tell people I might be coming back in, you can. You realize I really don't like being kind of told what I should do? I'm just giving you an option. It makes me want to do the opposite. Really? Well, that would make you easy to manipulate if that were the case, because then people would just tell you the opposite. If only someone could think one step further ahead in order to get you to behave properly. If only. Yeah. I mean, good thing there's no one like that around. Good thing no one had years of practice with that. That would be a shame if you were so easy to coerce. Some coin? Some curiosity? I mean, coin does a lot. Helps pay the bills. Yes, I'm sure your bills are steep. From all you terrible tax collectors out there. I never collected any taxes or even pretended to. No, just marked my number on a little piece of paper. That's what it was, right? We were numbers. We're all numbers. Everything comes down to marks in a ledger. That's not a cover story. I'd like to say I'd have a witty response to that, but I've seen a lot of ledgers. Oh, I know. You know this is all still secret, right? Our conversation? No, the work we've done. We might joke here, but I know the commitment to secrecy we made, and I'm not breaking that. This is why I had to come to you. I'm sorry, this is why I chose to come to you. Even if I'm out, you know I'm never free of it. No, you never will be. None of us will. They won't let you. He pockets the coin you gave him. Since you've been so agreeable, actually, overall, you can ask me something if you want. Can't promise I'll answer it. Something to help rebuild the trust that I broke. Can't ask me why I left. No, that was the first question that came to mind, but knew you weren't going to answer. Do you really believe Adar is still out there? Yes, no doubt. At least you have some faith, then. Glad to know that's real, considering all the secrets. Are you questioning I'm a real person? No, just always wondered if that was a cover. Not everything can be a cover. Well, it'll be a pleasure working with you again, Belinda. We'll keep in touch through the usual channels, through the Nambrasol Network. I will be leaving Orenthal not too long. Sounds good. Keep in touch. I know I will. Spend it well. I always do. Till next time, and I will walk away. He goes back to leaning against the tree. Closes his eyes. And that is where we're going to leave this episode for today. Thank you all for listening. Please share this with your friends and follow us on Twitter at Rules is Written, or you can check out our website at dndraw.com. Feel free to email any questions to our Dungeon Master at dm at dndraw.com. 
Also subscribe and leave us a comment or review anywhere podcasts are found. You can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash dndraw. Thanks for joining us. Thank you.